now you're not going to eat. I'll eat when I'm finished. When not you're a, finished. Not a big deal. Remember, you're the one that asked for this. Yes, you did. I yes, you did. You asked for this. I did? Mm-hmm. You were the one that brought up Coffee Chat. That doesn't mean... That, 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 you brought it up. See? So, you asked for it. Now, you're going to sit there passive-aggressively not eating the oatmeal that you Listen, were going to be smacking in my ear. The last thing that I am is passive-aggressive. Yeah, right. I am not passive-aggressive. I am straight-up, in-your-face-aggressive. Nah, you ain't. Straight up passive aggressive is what you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> Straight up. All right. So what you got to talk about since you wanted to have coffee chat? Yep. See, you wanted. Now you got it. Now you got to talk. I have a headache. <laughs> That's my cold coffee sip. Because I've been up since 3-something, and it's now 10.30, so... I've been up since 5 when your alarm went off and so, shot me out of the bed. You, like you really didn't shoot anywhere. You really just kind of stayed there. I bolted like up real a, fast. Like you didn't bolt Yes, I did. When I you walked in there to get the get the phone. You didn't bolt anything. I was you, asleep, you, you, you and snored, then I was sitting up. You snored just a little bit less. No, I was sitting up when you came in the room, you crazy man. With my feet on the floor. Oh, gosh. I, I, your feet don't even touch the floor. They do if I'm at the edge of the bed. Come on now. Why you got to lie to the people? I know. If I stand up, they touch the floor. You know what, Peanut Gallery? You keep it all to yourself. All right, so what you got, headache? I have a headache is what I have. Yeah, okay. After that. Next. 50 days, people. We have 50 days. I'm starting Which to feel essentially it. essentially, what, six weeks? Seven weeks. Because I just paid the water guy for seven weeks worth of water. Yeah, we definitely don't want to uh, go over, because if we go over, then they will keep the money. Yeah. Because China doesn't give money back. I paid for three, three bottles of water per week for seven weeks. Hope you ordered some for today, because we're almost out. I did. <sighs> All right. Uh, looks like later. you need to do a lot more packing. Yeah, been, I packed you've been up. slacking on the packing. No, I just. I just. I don't want to pack it into these little boxes, and then the big boxes arrive, and then it pack the little boxes into the big boxes, because I feel like it's going to then take up extra space in the boxes that, you know. Say boxes again. Boxes. <laughs> so yesterday, while talking with my sister, oh, no. I packed up uh, all of our beaded jewelry, which, wow, we've got a lot. No, you've got a lot. Well, we have a we. lot. Stop saying we. We don't have a compulsion to buy beaded jewelry. You do. It's not the beaded jewelry that I have a compulsion to buy. It's the stones. They uh -oh. called to me, man. Yeah, they call all right. <clears throat> and I'm putting this out. Hello, I am 300 RMB. Hi, I'm 100 RMB. I don't, have never paid they, 500 for anything. That's the call right there. You, 
okay, saying you haven't paid it doesn't mean that you they didn't cost it. Well, that might be, but I never, I don't pay that much because I was trained by the best negotiator in Northern China. Oh, really? Ellen taught me title, some tricks. Her title is best, best negotiator. Huh? Her title, best negotiator. Yeah, she's got skills. And she just doesn't care. So if they don't give her the price she wants, she just turns around and walks away. And then they run after her. So. I've never paid that much for any piece. I didn't say you paid it. You said they called to you. And that's what the call is. And then you go over. And I, then you get the price lowered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I packed up all of those. Okay. And then I packed up all of my little things that I collect from, like, different places. So my bell from the Big Buddha in Phuket and okay. all that stuff. This so, just sounds like really small things. It's, but there's a lot of them. Like my balls, that my gem balls. My quartz and okay. I don't think this jade is and be interesting for any amethyst of the people out there right now. So I did some I packing. I can hear while the yawning was, happening. Oh, shut it! I did some packing while talking with my sister. So some of it's done. So that's it. That 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 that's all. I fight. The I, urge. I see we have a corner of boxes that oh are. Oh my god! But most of them are packed. Okay. But it's still an oh my god site. And then we have lots of stuff on the on the bookcases. We need to get off and the bookcase is taken down. See, if I take the bookcase down, you'll pack up the books. Because then the books will be sitting on the floor. No. Books don't belong on the floor. <laughs> books cannot go on the floor. Books See? don't go there. See? They go on the bookshelf. It's all a matter of all I got to do is... Trigger an OCD moment? <laughs> That's is right. that what your That's deal right. is? You want to cause me anxiety? Yeah. So then... Yes. Yes, yes. That's all it will take. Cause all I gotta do is literally dump all this stuff onto the. I put it. I'll put it all on your little, uh, your little. What is that? Your little Nefertiti lounger over there. We'll put it all on there, <laughs> and then I'll take the bookshelf apart, and then it'll all get packed up into boxes, and then when we won't have any empty boxes anymore. <laughs> See, so simple. But then again, we'll run into that issue of the boxes being put into other boxes. and Why is that a problem? Because that's wasted space. Well, there ain't that much wasted space. Granted, books can't go in big boxes anyway. They become way too heavy. And the boxes fall apart. So if the box, the books are in smaller boxes and then that goes into a bigger box. No, I'm saying the books need to be in smaller boxes and they stay in the smaller boxes. But we're being charged based on size, not weight. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you should ask the, the company. What else you got besides your lack of packing here? Lack of housing. Lack of housing? Yeah. Why don't we have housing? Because I don't know. Oh God! Because I don't know, really. Because the we people do not believe you. We accepted an offer under the the understanding that a housing stipend would be given on top of the on offer. top of our salary. And even though I asked for the information no less than twenty times since we signed our our offer. 
um, we were told recently that the housing stipend would not be given. No. That and that they, they raised our on top of right. it was inside of right they, is what they they said. increased our salary and that we would be but responsible. We don't know what the salary is, so we don't know what the stipend is. We know what our salary is. They gave us our salary amount. They did. Yes. I didn't see that. All I saw was one amount. That's the amount, Aaron. No, what the thing said was that our housing stipend is inside of that amount mm -hmm. but if it's inside and they don't tell us what the amount is then we don't know how much is salary and how much is stipend they're just doing it all in one but they only gave, ever gave us one amount right that's the problem it is the problem you see so it was like oh here you're gonna make fifty thousand dollars a year and your housing is not attached Okay, so I'm making $50,000 a year, expecting housing to be on top of that some amount. What is that amount? And then come back weeks later and say, oh, that amount is inside of the 50000 It's like, but, so, what do I get paid every week or month or whatever? What is my when pay? When do I get paid? How much Forget do I get when, paid? Forget the when, how much? Because I'm signing something saying that I'm thinking that this is my amount for what I'm going to, my salary amount, and it's not my salary amount. Right. It's what I'll be paid every month, I guess. This is what you'll be paid per month of work. Yes. But I don't know which one is salary and which one is not. And that was not what we understood. That's right. the problem. Right. So they have to clarify. Yeah. Or... Do the other job thing, man. I, I'm. But you know, that's, I'm interviewing. But see, interviewing is not jo interviewing having a job. I know, but there's nothing I can do. All I can do is apply for the job, interview for the job, and then wait to hear. I, I get that, but understand, but the, we can't. We, the one school. We only have the one thing right now. Right, the one school I interviewed with, um, the end of March, beginning of April. And they had told me during that interview that they were preparing to go on spring break and that they would get back to me around April 9th. I didn't hear from them again until last week when they said, oh, we really want to hire you, but we need you to do this next step. So please, you know, contact this person and schedule a time to do this next step. So <clears throat> they were it only took them three weeks past when they told me. I should expect an answer. So who knows? I have lots of schools out there that I've interviewed with that have said, oh, we'll get back to you at this time. And and I haven't heard back yet. So I don't know if that's going to be one of those situations where the closer we get, then I'm going to have all these schools saying, oh, okay, here. So the next the step for this is. Yeah, see, this is, this is the problem that we run into everywhere we go. Essentially, except for Thailand, because we really did move cold. Right. We just but packed it all this, and left. This idea of you can be kept, you can be kept hanging. Yeah, on you know, out there on the edge, just just dangling, and that I, I think schools should take note 
they shouldn't do that because right. people who have been out here uh, moving around the world teaching or doing things are going to have the more they've done the move the less tolerance they're going to have for uncertainty yes and i i uh, trust me, if you're if you're one of those people that has any influence in any company, that's something you should know, because you're 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 killing you're killing good prospects just by not being clear and not being certain and not giving good information and not staying on top of it and letting it float out there like it needs to, like it'll all work out. It's like no. That's not, you can't do that to people that are moving across the world. Right, you with have to children. Give, and, and, and a lot of people that, and it's funny because like the conversation you had today, that's why I had to put on my headphones because I was getting very angry. Yeah, I was, was too. the idea that, oh, just come and it'll be okay. It's like, no, we're not doing that again. That's the thing that we've done before that we didn't want to do again because that was highly yeah. stressful right. and painful and, you know, not... Not so great. So that's the the part of this. You got to get the bottles. That's the part of this that I don't think, I, I, everybody thinks like, oh, it's just like that here. Or, oh, it's just like that there. And this is just the, the thing that is, is specific to this place. It's like, no, it's not. This seems no. to be specific to third world countries. Yes. And that's the, the part that I don't think that, recruiters people that work for companies understand that you are you are um you are using a particular kind of model of how to talk to people that is not efficient yeah creates distrust and anger in people that you have not really met face to face yet right and if if you do that, that it's not going to, it's, it's going to set you up for the person to say, why should I go with your company? Why should I do this thing? Because I'm, because you, you don't seem like business wise, business practice wise, you're not really what I want. Right. And, and. It keeps you, like, in our situation, it keeps you looking. It doesn't, you never feel like, it's secure. yeah, we're there. We, 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 we've got the job, and now it's just a matter of these other things, but we're not hearing anything. The, the whole not hearing anything. After yeah. living in China, your tolerance for that is so, so low. Right. And I think that's the part that bothered me, because as I was going through the, our correspondence this morning, I noticed that I was waiting sometimes anywhere from 12 to 20 days for a response. And that that just angered me even more. Like, why am I asking this inf for this information, but then I'm waiting anywhere from tw 12 to 20 days to get a response when... All she had to do was say, your housing is not included from jump. Yeah. I See, I think that maybe the problem is this common nature of these schools to try to get good people, string them along as long as they can, 
and then the person kind of has nowhere else to go. Right, and then they switch. And then the they the bait and switch thing. They, yeah. Then they switch it up and be like, oh well, we couldn't do this, and uh, don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. And you know, they just keep doing that and saying that, but they're not giving you any information. Right. And I have, I have zero tolerance for that now. I, right. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know, that's why. You know, a few months back, it was like, yeah, keep looking. Don't. Don't stop. Right. Because. How are we supposed to know? I mean, you can't just sit there. I mean, I get I get that it's, you know, May and school starts in September, October. I it get that. It starts in August. You know? Yeah, but I'm just saying, I get I get that's what what's happening in a lot of schools right. really don't do any real hiring somewhere until after the school year, because that's kind of when they really know for sure right. who's coming back and who's not. Yeah, they don't even start asking teachers until after spring break, are you going to return? Right. And then some of the teachers haven't made a decision or, um, like my friend, doesn't want to, they don't want to tell the school that they're not going to come back because they don't want to have any issues. Right. Yeah, because then you don't trust. See, that's the thing. It's it's all about trust. If you if you set up a situation where I can't trust you at the beginning of the process and then throughout my term at your particular school, you keep showing me that you're not trustworthy. At the end of the process, I am not going to trust you at all. Right. And so then I'm going to protect myself by not by, by withholding information as well. Yeah. So then that cre creates a problem for that next person in the process yes. that you're trying to hire. Whereas if you start the process being on the up and up, you go through the school time, the, the actual contract period on the up and up. When you get to the end, everybody can be honest with each other and it's like not a big deal. It's not a problem. Right. If you're losing a teacher, the best thing you the the thing that you would want is that teacher to tell you why. Right. But if you don't if you're never if you never set up a trusting environment between the employer and that teacher, then that teacher is not going to give you that information. And that means that you're going to make the same mistakes again right. with the next set of teachers yeah. and that means you never grow as an organization well i think in this particular situation it's less the the school that she doesn't trust but the fact that she changes her mind so frequently so she wants to keep that option open to yes she's going to come back or maybe yes but if you have if you felt good about where you were you don't need to do that yeah and you could say to the school look i am from this place I, I enjoy working here, um, but I want to see other other countries. I want to go to other places. You right. could be honest yep. with the school and not worry about some kind of weird retribution right. from the school at the end of your contract because you're worried that they're not going to pay you right. for your last pay because you know they, they're angry at you like they do in China. They, they get angry at you right. for leaving, and your punishment is, oh, we're going to withhold your pay because you've left the country, and there's nothing you can do about it now. Right. You see, that kind of stuff, and like I, I've... I tried not to do that this year. I started the year telling them, every single person, which is stupid because they're still asking if we're staying. I'm not staying. This oh. is my last year. I started this in August. Yeah. This is my last year. No, I will not be coming back. No, I will not be working for your company. No, I'm not going to be moving around or changing places or any. I'm not doing any of those things. We will not be here. Right. Now, we're leaving that was, China. That was back in August. Yeah. There's still, it's like non-belief. 
Right. You know, and then they're going to play this game mm-hmm. all the way through. And even up to last week, it was, oh, well, you might change your mind. No, I'm not changing my mind. Right. We've you already booked our flights out. <laughs> We're not it's like, changing No, but it's, see, when you're honest with them, you're not getting that reciprocated. Right. You know, in an honest fashion saying, look, I don't have the answer. We used to complain about this about China all the time. Tell me that you don't know. Go find the answer. I'm not going to be angry that you don't know it now. I'm going to be angry that you can't find out. I'm going to be angry that you lie to me so that you don't have to go find out. You think that you've answered my question and instead you've lied and made me believe something that was untrue and then come back weeks later and say, oh, that wasn't, you know, that it's changed. It's this now. Yeah, that that's and see, if you're starting that way. At the beginning of the process of you working with a place, if that's the beginning, and this is why HR is so important, if that's your beginning, then what makes you think that I'm, I'm willing to stay at the end? Right. And that's the thing with this school in Mexico. The one woman that hired both of us, she has been honest in saying, I don't know. Let me check with this other person. And it's the other person who evades answering the questions and who says, oh, let me keep checking with the director. And she never really answered the question until May 3rd. And we signed our acceptance offer March 6th. That's a long time. It's a long time when you're trying to plan, when you have to get housing. It's a long time. And and you need to, you know, and I think think the, the biggest problem is and I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this is not consistent with the next country, because this is exactly what they do in China. This idea that I'm not going to say anything, hopefully it'll all work out. And then when I get the thing that, when I get it, then I come back to you with, with positive information, but I never gave you any information along right. the way. And that, that thing pisses off foreigners to no end while they're in China. Yeah. Because that, that is like the worst. To sit there and be like, why didn't you tell me a month ago? And they won't answer that question. They won't tell you why they didn't say right. anything. They'll just say, oh, but it's all okay now. It's like, no, it's not. Because the next time I need something done, I'm not going to sit here for four or five weeks waiting for you to try to figure it out right. when you're not going to give me good information along the way. And right. that's exactly what Chinese people do. Now, if I find that Mexican people do the same thing, then all I'm going to say is basically third world countries are the same. Yeah. They do it in Thailand. They yep. do it in China. They do it in Southeast Asia. You know, it's like this just seems to be an, a a normal way of doing business in places that don't do business well yes and if that's the case then you're then you have to make a different calculation as you move around the world right do you want to live in these places knowing that this is how they get business done and that they're not going to they're not going to be upfront with you as the process moves forward right i don't think I'm hoping that's not the case, but I have a feeling that is the case. I have a feeling that's exactly what's going to happen everywhere we go. And that's why what we heard this morning, that's why we heard it. 
because it's just go with the flow. It's going to be okay. It's, not, yeah. it's all going to, and it's the exact same thing we heard going into Thailand. Yeah. And then there was a coup, which yep. then changed all of everybody's calculus about living and working in Thailand. Right. And the changes happen, are still happening. As a result, yes, but I don't live there now. I don't care right. about what's happening now. What ha I'm, I care most about what happened. We thought that we were going to be able to do the whole visa run thing, and yep. we, we can we could go sit on the beach and all that stuff. And we yep. thought all those things were going to happen, and then we got there and found out, no, you can't do this anymore. Right. You know. Yep. So then we've How now we couldn't moved. Even sit on the beach anymore. <laughs> so now we've moved. Yep. To a place under one calculation, and found out. That within just a short time of being there, that all of those rules have now gone out the window. Yeah. Yep. So. So I have a headache. That's that's not that's not a a positive experience, and that's why HR departments, managers must have the conversation. I don't care even if it feels uncomfortable; they better have the conversation. You yeah. know, just to get you up to speed. This is where we are. This is what's going on. You know, because honestly, this idea that we have to talk to the director, but it takes a month to talk to a director, right. that just tells me that your school is not a school. Because right. it doesn't take a month to talk to a director when you can essentially walk in their office. Or send them an email. Yeah. Or WhatsApp. Or whatever right, thing that you're doing. It does not take that long to get answers. And everybody tries to use that. Yeah. And it's like in this world of everybody being connected, it never takes that long to get an answer about anything. Right. To make a determination might take a while. Like we don't know what we're going to do. Right. We have to talk about this. We have to talk about, you know, we have to, we and have it, to meet with other people. But just to say, I need to talk to one person. Right. And that's the reason why yeah, I can't yeah. get an answer. No, that's wrong. And when we were told that in our interview, we all have to investigate this and find out this information, that was acceptable because they had never hired a couple. They had never hired teachers with children before. So I understood that it was all new ground for them and that they were, they were going to have to do some investigations. But to then string us along for three months, you know, that's just craziness. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't want to start a new list. No, 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 no new list. Because my Chinese list is still growing. What did you add this week? Oh, I added. Let's hear it. Come on, I want to hear. Let's see here. What did I add to the list? So I think the last thing on my list was I had 78 items. And my last thing was flip-flops are not work shoes. <laughs> no, they are not. All right. So that was the last thing. So I've got two more. Your ideas of, quote, control get in the way of progress. Yes. Which is kind of what we're talking about today. Yes. And the last one was threatening students when you don't have clear rules or consequences is not an effective method of school 
or classroom management? Yeah. I don't want to keep an, I don't want to make another list. I don't want to have reasons why people hate Mexican people after living in Mexico. No, I don't want that. Because that, that's this list. Reasons why people hate Chinese people after living in China. Yeah. And the sad part is the list is shared. That's the, that's the worst part about this stupid list. Yeah. It's not just like my list of, of 80 things or whatever. This is, this is not just me. Right. This is like if I read the list, people are like, yep, 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 mm-hmm, yep, yep, uh-huh, yep, yep, mm-hmm. It's like that's, that, that in itself is bad. Right. I don't need another one for Mexico. I don't, I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I really don't want that. But it's starting, it's starting out that way. Which, you know, it's why we're moving around because we're learning more about the world. And right. we're seeing more. I mean, it's, it's kind of a double-edged thing. My mother gets very, uh, um, what's the word, concerned or worried or angered by the fact that we keep ending up in these situations. It's like, but that's the point of doing this is to end up in situations that are new and different right. and, and to not know. You're not going to know what it's like to live in a place until you live there. Right. And the fact that we keep finding it when we're not looking for it, but we keep finding these things, that's the, that's the part of this whole thing that is, that is most, I don't know, disconcerting. Right. It's, it's saddening and maddening to this idea that it's like, really? What? How, 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 can, how did you find a way to be just like these other people that are on the other side of the world? Right. How did you do that? You know, so then what is it about human nature and culture and just people, human beings? Why is it that you, one group, finds this as a good way to do what they're doing and another group finds it just abhorrent to do things that way? Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I, I don't think the answer is to run back to Western culture and sit in Western culture and then just complain about new things. Okay. I don't think that's the yeah. answer, but the, the, the thing that I'm seeing from hearing people, talking to different people, there is, there's one group of people on the planet that are like, how can you be this way? How can, and like, and actually analyzing how things get done. Right. And that's Western culture. Yeah. Questioning, using, hopefully logic reason but actually critical thinking skills. yeah actually diving into the why of how things are done yes and then you have everybody else who have just been doing it because that's what works but never really breaking it down and trying to understand why they're doing it right and you know it's it's like taking the stupid psychological testing thing it's like none of that's necessary if you no if you're kidding. really good at your hr job you don't really need to give a three and a half hour psychological yeah, test. A ridiculously long psychological test. Because honestly, if you do that, like say, if you give those tests 
inside of of one culture, eventually everybody knows how to beat that test. Yeah. So then what are you really learning? All you're doing is you're getting a bunch of information that is not going to be indicative of who that person really is. At some point, everybody will learn how to stop you from knowing who they are through that test. Right. You know, it's kind of like those tests that they were giving back in the 2000s when you first got a job. They weren't they weren't like these kind of psychological tests like they weren't done by psychologists, but they were this standard HR thing that they were Those doing. Those personality for a test yeah, things that we bullshit. had to take. And basically you learned by taking a bunch of them and getting the job or not getting the job or getting a call back and not getting a call right. back. You learned what to say and what not to say. Yep. It's like, don't you think inside of your population that everybody is starting to, like everybody who goes to school, they are... If they're being taught by teachers at school for education, they're being taught how to beat that thing. Yeah. Like what to say on it. Because yep. that's the same thing you did in an interview. Yep. You learned how to interview. So you learned what to say, what not to say, what was best to say, what was going to give one impression versus another impression and all those things. So then the effectiveness of the test starts to go down over time. It yep. doesn't go up. And then you give the test to people that you don't really know very well at all. And then they start to go, wait a minute. You asked what? So you're just assuming I'm a drug taker now? Yeah. It's like, These really? It's like, why crazy. Would, why would you ask me that that way? And then we start to analyze the test. Right. And I, like I said, maybe we're the only people that do this. Right. Because I, when I was taking this test, I had to take a three and a half hour psych- psychiatric test. I don't know what the heck you call it. Is it that biometric or whatever? Anyway, I had to take the test. I don't know. I'm drinking coffee. And there were 350 questions I had to answer online as part of this test. First, there was like a little chat. It took like an hour. Then she had me finish the phrases. Then we took a 15-minute break. Then I did... Sounds like an endurance test to me. 350 questions online, which she told me could take an hour to two hours to answer, which I thought was really odd because it's only 350 questions. And then um, after that was the whole draw a picture, write a story portion of it. So apparently the test could have taken longer because my whole 350 questions only took me about 20, 25 minutes. And I had stopped and eaten a snack and had a conversation with Keegan in the middle of it. So it didn't take that long. But in the questions, they were they kept asking things like, my drinking problem has never caused has caused me issues at work. My drug problem has caused me issues with my family. And that I'm I'm reading this like I don't do drugs and I don't I rarely ever drink like I drink. The most I've had is like whiny Mondays, and most of the time I'm not drinking on those. So it was just Don't be odd. Bad about whiny Monday. There's nothing wrong with whiny Monday. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't usually have a beverage to drink, so I don't. I don't see nothing wrong with a little whiny Monday. There's nothing wrong with a little whiny Monday. But my point is, is that there the the way the words the questions were worded inferred that you had these issues and now you've got to tell them how true or false they are 
based on this scale when sometimes it didn't fit at all. Like their scale didn't even fit the question based on your how your answer would be. And I'm I'm sitting here now analyzing how do how should I answer this because this says this but I don't have any of that and it's never caused me a problem because I don't have a problem. So what do I say? So at the end of it, when I went back and spoke with the woman because it was a whole Skype thing. She asked me, you know, did you have any questions? And I said, yes. Why did they infer that you have a drug and alcohol abuse problem? Because there were more questions about drug and alcohol abuse in that particular test than I have ever answered in my entire working life. They were trying to root it out. Apparently. And I found it really interesting in the uh, questions that they had, the, the finish the phrase questions, there were a good number of them about sex. And I've never been asked questions about sex. What, in, a, what about sex? Like, um, Let's sexual, talk about sex, baby. Sex, sexual relations oh, are, and then just finish the phrase. And... It was just it like was, between a teacher and a student, or a teacher and a, another consenting adult. It and it didn't say it was just finish the phrase. God. It, I mean, it was just weird things like that. But there were at least. Does talking about sex really identify pedophilia? I don't know, but it was like it. It was there at least four know, or five questions. But wouldn't a pedophile know how to answer those to not? I would like think a so. There were at least four or five questions about sex, and I was kind of like, that's odd. I've never been asked that for a teaching job before. Hell, I've never even been asked that for any job before. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. That's weird. All right. So, there's that. Yeah, there's that. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I am just, I, I, I feel like Kyle and Sabina, who went to another part of China, and they, <laughs> they, they said they went full of hope that it was going to be new and different and interesting, and they were disappointed. I don't want to be disappointed by Mexico. I really don't. I really, I, I talked to a friend of mine from St. Louis, and my whole thing was I wanted to live in a Spanish-speaking country. I mean, I wanted yeah. to. Yeah. I, I wanted to live in Puerto Rico, of course, but. We won't start that debate of Puerto Rico and Mexico. But the, the I'm, you know, I'm that's, good to go to Puerto I Rico next. To, I want, but that's America. America! America! See? Uh-huh. This is over here. See? <laughs> that's the problem. If it was an American country, or if it was America, they would have their lights on right now. They would have their water taken oh, care of. No, their no, no, no. I, got one, I, I have two words for you. Flint, Michigan. None of that is true. Just because they're part of America does not mean... That they would have the have if their basic less, needs met. If that they had is less brown true. folks in their population, they would have their basic uh, needs met. Okay, yeah, like I said. So, um, but yeah, I wanted to that. I mean, I was studying Spanish and and living, doing, learning, and I, I really don't want Mexico to be as bad as China. No, because it's always been my dream to go to Mexico. See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're, you're, we're looking at Mexico like a positive change. Well, I mean. And it's, 
it's it's they have so it, many positive things it's starting out as not a well positive i can't change. i we refuse. looked at thailand like a positive change too i <laughs> refuse to allow one pair of women to taint my view before i actually get there did you say taint taint I refuse. Aaron is giggling. At I you know Aaron is giggling because I've taught him what a taint is. Anyway. Um, but I refuse to allow it because there's so many things, new things that we're going to experience. And there's so many positive things. You know, they have social health care. So the health care there is really good and it's cheap, if not free, depending on your situation. It's just... There's so many positives. I hope. But, you know, the place that you have to go every day can turn all those positives into a negative. I mean. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I I'm just. Still, I'm still up <sighs> for the, the option of me working and you staying home with the children and being the high school teacher. You're saying teacher. that. I, I get that. I, I don't have a problem with that. I do have a problem with the fact that you keep saying that with no job. Okay, I'm working on that part. <laughs> See, it's really not a matter of, you know, because, yes, they they had you for the for the beginning, and now they can have me. Fine, that's I'm good with that. I'm, I, I'll love to crack the whip on two students, you know, and maybe have some other students or something throughout the day or whatever, you know, do some. Write your book. Well, that too. That's going to happen no matter what, though. It's already started. The why introduction. The introduction has begun. Huh? Why I hate China? It's not why I hate China. It's a more of a more broad look at at culture and expectations of Westerners and living in China and Thailand and you know. No, because it's going to extend to wherever we go next. It's going to keep. It's going to grow. That's why I'm hoping that where we go next is not. Right. <laughs> it's not bad. It's, it's a little more positive because, you know, I don't want to be accused of making bad decisions. You've already been accused of that once this week. So I just, it's not, I, I, the idea is, you know, I want it to, I want, I don't want to go backwards, so to speak. I want to move. I always want to move forward. Yeah. Even if it's baby steps, I like to move forward. I agree. Aaron. Are you warming food? Could you put my pastis donata in the... Gracias. Your what? Her egg tarts. Ew. Aren't Pas those Chinese egg tarts? Yes, they are. Well, they're actually Portuguese, but they're... No, no, no. Aren't they Chinese? Like, you didn't get them from Portugal, did you? No. Exactly. I got them from KFC. You got them from freaking KFC yeah, in they're China. They're so yummy. So, so trying to make it sound all yummy and, oh, this, what did you call it? Say it again. Pastiche de nata. Yeah, it's not what they are. They are freaking egg tarts from freaking KFC inside of China. That's their real name. That, that might be the real name of them, but I have a feeling that ain't the real taste. I don't know. Uh -huh. I'm ready to find out, though. Uh, yeah, Let's go to see, Portugal. See, I'm ready to find out. You know that shit ain't good. Those are good. Man, please. Those are good. I don't know why you, know you lying that, to yourself. I don't know why you lying to yourself. The ones that are not good are the ones that you buy in the bakeries here. I wouldn't know. I haven't they are ever not had, I've never had one. Good eats. But Thailand's were better than China's. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because they uh -huh. would have little 
peach in them mm-hmm. or a little yeah, chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't try to don't try to call them out their name. Call them what they are. Freaking horrible egg tart. Just call them horrible egg tart. Bootleg egg, bootleg egg tart <laughs> from KFC. How about that? <laughs> My bootleg. They don't even they don't even know what Kentucky fried tonight. chicken is in this tonight. motherfucker. They don't. They don't even have. They have no clue what Kentucky fried chicken is. If I say do you want to go to Kentucky fried chicken, they'd be like, what is that? Yeah, they have no clue. They only know KFC. KFC. Yep. Okay. They don't even know what it stands for. They don't even know. They they think that uh, a piece of chicken between two pieces of bread is a hamburger. So let's let let let's let, let's move along. And you can almost never get a chicken sandwich in China that isn't so spicy that you can't breathe. Or that has mayonnaise all over it. Yeah, yeah. mayonnaise is on all over everything. They put mayonnaise on pizza. Too. You can tell them. Stop it! Stop in, it! In the states, you can tell them don't put mayonnaise. They do that in Thailand too. They didn't put mayonnaise on. In China, they don't do it. They just yes, say but they, it's not delicious. Yeah, well, that's just like no cheese on my pizza. Right. They put I mayonnaise on the I can't salad. make that choice as a patron of your establishment because you think it's not delicious when you are not going to be eating my pizza. Right. See, these see these are reasons why people hate Chinese people. I'm sorry, but that's really funny. I mean, come on now. Because we've we've said that I don't even know how many times. It's not delicious. It's like, but you you're not gonna even touch it with your tongue. Right, it's not yours. What to does eat. it matter? Why do you care? If it's not delicious to you. I'm so ready for Mexican food. I'm, I'm so, so sick and tired not of Chinese being food. Being here. Yeah. If I could leave right now, I would. Not kidding. If I could leave right now, this moment, this second, this hour, yeah, I'd be out. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't like that this thing is touching. Is it making a noise? Yes, it is. It's rattling. All right, much better. So, what else you got for your for your? Uh, what is this Thursday morning coffee chat? Not much, really. That's it. That's all you got. It's almost Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all those mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. All the mothers. And the mother humpers. <laughs> and the mooses. Not the mother humping mooses. Not the mother humping mooses. Damn it! I I tried. I tried to hook your mother humping mooses up. If you don't know what Mother Hump and Mooses are, Sarah Palin, SNL. That's all, yes. I, got, that's all I got to do. Maybe Sarah polar. Palin, SNL. Just yeah. go there. It's hilarity. <laughs> it's still so good. It's still so good. Mother Hump and Mooses. It's almost as funny as it's a tiara from Big Bang. Okay. If I'm ever having a bad day... If I'm ever sad about anything, all I have to do is watch that minute and 14 second clip and I am good to go. Yeah, I don't believe any of that. All I gotta do is and throw, I put it on throw, All we got to do is throw chocolate at your face and then you'll be happy. You don't even have to eat it. You just have to have it coming at you. If, if all you did was look up and saw chocolate flying at you, you would be happy. You would like get a big smile. No matter how angry you thought you were. Truth. See? I'm so angry right now. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Cadbury egg come <gasps> flying at you. Oh my god, a Cadbury egg would Cadbury be divine. Egg. See? See? It's been See? years since you see what I'm had saying? Those. Nobody's listening to you. Mm, say Cadbury that. egg. Diabetes and tinfoil. See? Diabetes. I still like cheeseburgers, but he can't eat them because now he's on the diabetes. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So now he's on a liquid fish diet. Ew. Like you don't know what that's from. Play Far Cry 5. Far Cry 5, man. Cheeseburger. Burger. Got a bear with freaking diabetes. And then his little bobby, bobblehead says, I love cheeseburgers. Yes. So the bear's name is Cheeseburger. Because he has the diabetes. He has the diabetes. He has the diabetes. That's what the man tells you. What is the guy's Montana, name? Montana, man. What is the guy's name that used to say diabetes? Which guy are you talking uh, about? No, no, no. Every, every, every person I walked by going from my house to church every, every Sunday, the, that guy. Said the diabetes? <laughs> yes. No, it was the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> that guy and that girl and they mama. I mean, what are you talking about? There was the you actor. Think, you think the diabetes is, 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 that's like having the sugar. You have the sugar. Have the you, sugar. you have the sugar. You got the diabetes. See? Anthony See? Brimley. Who's that? He was the actor that did the diabetes commercial. Wilford Brimley. Oh, God. And he's the one. He's you the one. said Alfred. No, I said Anthony. But Anthony. I, Anthony Wilford Brimley. Okay, Wilford Brimley. Yeah. Old white dude. Old white with the, dude with, with, the, the, with, the with great, the mustache. Great mustache. Yeah. yeah. He's the one that said diabetes. No, he is not the one that said diabetes. Motherfucker's been saying diabetes all my life. I've never heard it called diabetes <laughs> to tell him. All my life, people have been saying diabetes. They've been saying diabetes so much that I didn't know it was diabetes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because I had never heard it called diabetes, and I was like, "Because well, if, if you look at it, if you look at it, the spelling new? would stay the same." Yeah. So it's really just a choice in how you pronounce the word. And the way I know it, it became a meme because there was a cat. Oh God, there's a meme. Dude. Oh God, there's a meme. And then the cat meowed, and they put the yeah. clip in of him saying diabetes, and it looked like the cat was saying diabetes. Oh no, no, no! He doesn't say diabetes. He says diabetes. Yeah. Okay. We got it. I'm sorry that your childhood did not know, but guess what? Everybody else did. <laughs> I feel like so, this morning there have been so many re Everybody revelations about things I just didn't know from when I was a kid. Like, I didn't know what gay was. Yeah, what's up with that? How did you, you even be, be a kid and not... See, okay, here, like I said, okay. This is this is the conversation that 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 the reason why you like you didn't know what gay was necessarily like you didn't know what that meant. You yeah. just called someone gay. But it was within homophobia that we knew that gay was something other. OK, so being gay, being a faggot, being a punk, all of those things. For us meant that guy is that's why he's doing double dutch and not playing football with y'all. Okay? Yeah. So, how is it that you didn't have that? How is it that, that, that Parma equal not having, not knowing that, or not at least identifying other in people around? Because they had to be, if they were in the closet, that means that they were in the closet for a reason. I don't know, because 
One, I didn't live in Parma at that, in that particular area when you're talking about. Okay, where'd you live? I lived in Concord, but I lived really in the middle of nowhere. Like, my closest neighbor was like a quarter of a mile away. But you're telling me that there was no, I mean, you had to go to school? Yeah, but it wasn't something, because you had mentioned Grace Jones and Boy George. No, what I was talking about and, was androgyny. androgyny in Grace Jones, because I'm sorry, Grace Jones has always been like, I mean, she wasn't voluptuous, but she was always been like sexy woman, always. She's always been well, sexy that's woman. that's because she has those with, legs that go on forever. And Okay, but she's always been sexy woman. Yeah. She's never, I've never seen her as anything outside of sexy woman. I mean, she's never been portrayed as anything but sexy woman. Right. In this kind of hairstyle, in these clothes, in this movie, in this video. But she's always still been woman. It was never in doubt. Right. Woman. Right. And wasn't she married to a rock star? Grace Jones? I don't know who she was married to. Let me ask the Google. I have a feeling that there's a rock star in there somewhere. So, I mean, it's just like, I don't I don't get it. I mean, even James Bond got with Grace Jones. Yes, yes, yes he did. James Bond, Grace Jones. I think that's a view to a kill. Um, She was married to Chris Stanley, but I don't know who that is. So Keep let going. me... Wasn't she dating somebody? I, somehow I have a David Bowie in my head, but maybe not. That's Iman. No, no, no. I had somebody else. Somebody with Grace Jones from back in the day, in the 80s, maybe. This is... Jones gay. No. Chris Stanley is 89 to 91, and now she's... No, no, no. I'm t- then it's going to be before 89, then. But anyway, my point was, I've never seen her as that. I never saw Boy George as... I know. I honestly, I didn't see Boy George as gay back in the day. I didn't see him as androgynous back in the day. I didn't either because I, I saw didn't. him as a guy that was in that punk style, which meant guys wearing girl stuff, girls wearing guy stuff, and everybody doing their nails and everybody yeah, doing makeup. It was, it was not a, really a. It wasn't a sexual identity. No. It was just an outward expression. Right. Which wasn't different than, say, you know, black kids getting a high top fade and, you know, a little African medallion. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't that wasn't any different or the preppy black kid wearing the Cosby sweater or whatever. Right. So I guess I don't know. That that was where I started. That was that was what I was saying that I never saw them that way. But then you said that you didn't know anything about gay folks when you was young. I didn't. I didn't know. Like you said about Boy George, I didn't know Boy George was gay. I wouldn't have even. I didn't either. I wouldn't have even known to think about Boy George being gay. I, I. I had no clue. It wasn't until recently that somebody was like, "Yeah, he's gay." I was like, "Oh, really?" Because all I ever remember is girls screaming after his ass. Because he's he was on The Voice. Right, right. You know, okay. I remember girls screaming after. Culture Club. Yeah, yeah, Boy yeah, George. yep. Same thing with, uh, what's his name? Wham and George Michael. Yep. Same thing. Yep. I, I never would have put together the same thing with Luther Vandross. I don't know Luther how many how many panties that man got hit with, but can you imagine? Because how that would suck. Because yeah. no briefs came up there, no boxer shorts. Right. Because nobody knew. Yeah, nobody knew. So 
I, I get the in the closet thing, but I don't get how you didn't know about the closet. <laughs> that's, I don't know. That's the part that I like. Don't get. We weren't. You know, you said that, you know, you called that that person gay or... Gay, faggot, faggot. punk. We never, punk, punk. we never called people that... My mom wouldn't allow it. Like, we weren't allowed to call someone gay Yeah, but gay what your or, mother allows and what you say when you're out in the street ain't the same thing. Please. Show ain't the same thing. I, I don't ever remember calling someone those things. Man, we used to... Well, okay. Boys. That's what boys do. How do you motivate your friend... To, to to be better at on the basketball court. You call him a punk. Man up. You, but we didn't say man up. That shit didn't start until later. So it was always, you punk. Stop being a faggot. Stop being stop acting like a girl. How many yeah. times has some older person told some young boy, don't stop acting like a girl? What the fuck you crying for? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So they still talk think about that. that. I mean, that's that's the world we're talking about in the 70s and 80s of kids growing up. You you running, you run, you playing football with your friends in the street and you run into the car and everybody starts laughing at your ass. Right. And you feel bad, you you stand there crying. Next thing you know, those those that's what's going to come after you is you acting like a little girl, you acting like a punk. Right. You know, and if you don't straighten up quickly, the game's going to go by you, and you're not going to be allowed to play anymore. Right. So, no me tell my mama. Tell your mama, little faggot. I'm telling you, that's just what you would hear. I am See, so people, glad people act like those things don't happen, but that was, that was how uh, coaches would try to motivate their players, especially playing sports like football. Any sport where you had to physically manhandle somebody, that's what you usually got. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that's what happened. Right. You know? I mean, I don't know how many guys were motivated to be better at something within the sphere of guys that it wasn't don't be like a girl Yeah. was the reason why you did what you did. Be strong. Don't be like them. And don't... And, and so that, that, of course, is going to keep people in the closet, right? Right. Because... <laughs> Think about the guy in the closet who's playing football. I'm already like them. Yeah. So if I'm already like them, and you're telling me don't be like them, that's not really motivation for me. Right. But for everybody else around you, it's don't be like them. Right. You're going to stay in the closet. And that's why we ended up with, in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, all these football players that started coming out saying they were gay all those years of playing football. Yeah. That was why. They couldn't come out. They couldn't tell nobody. Right. You know? So. It's only been, what, in the last five, six years that they've had openly gay players signed to the league? Yes, signed. Like, come in. Yes, I am this way. Yes. Yeah. But, see, you know what? I guess I never really. See, I never saw that as a problem, though. Like, why was that such a bad thing? It's like, even if that guy is gay, I'm not gay. I never saw the gay guy as someone who was going to attack me. Yeah. So that that idea of, oh, he can't take a shower there because if he's taking a shower and I'm taking a shower, that means that it's going to rub off or something? Or That's maybe the soap bubbles be. will mix or something and, <laughs> and I'm going to catch it you know, through, catch the gay. through the athlete's foot or whatever. You know, it's like, no. I, it never made sense to me that that you would worry. Now, I do see where people's comments would need to modulate 
Yeah. Like, you couldn't say, like, locker room talk would have to change. Yeah. Or the gay guy has to be able to look past what these guys are saying about being gay. Yeah. And, and, and give as well as he gets. Yeah. That whole thick skin thing would have to happen yeah. at the same time. I could see that. But I never understood why guys were like, oh, I can't, I can't shower next to a gay guy. It's like, why not? He's washing himself and you're washing yourself. Now, I get it if so, you don't want somebody grabbing on your booty, but okay. Is he really going to grab do you, on your why booty? Why do you think he wants you? Right. <laughs> why do you think you're so desirable? Right. You know? <laughs> you egotistical bastard. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's my problem because I never see myself as being desired. So <laughs> then maybe that's why I never had a problem with it. Right. But if I'm a guy that's... that. Women desire, I feel that women desire me, and, and of course, a guy would desire me. So now I'm a victim of the gay guy. Maybe that's why. Because I never saw myself like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying if a guy sees himself desired or desirable by women, then he would see himself desirable by a gay Well, yeah, because, I mean, if it's just like um, when we were watching... Uh, Oh, what's the name of the show with Styles? Teen Wolf. And and yeah. he finds out that the gay guy doesn't like him. He's like, well, what's wrong with me? You know, right, like, why right, don't you right. like me? You know, and, and, I, and see, today you can say that out loud. Right. Whereas in the past. Growing up. You couldn't say that. Couldn't you couldn't be like, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be desired. Period. I just want to be desired. Right. Whereas. If you if you're if you're like the way I grew up, you really only wanted to be desired by the opposite sex, or right. at least that was the only thing you could outwardly say. Right. Yep. So if the gay guy was like, "I wouldn't mess with you anyway," you'd be like, "Good, motherfucker. I don't want. You know, I don't. <laughs> it's not something I want you to do." Right. You know? Right. 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 Whereas today, a, a straight guy, because the character was a straight guy. Yeah. The straight guy. Is like, well, wait a minute. You know, well, I want to be seen as desirable. I want to be able to turn them down. Right. Like, I don't do that. Right. I'm not, I, I'm not that. Yep. I'm not into that. Right. You know. Yeah, because that's something that was said in uh, quite, a, quite a few shows. It's like, would have been more flattering if you were gay. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. You can say that today. Right. That's the. I, I call that the will and grace effect. Yeah. Well, when when we lived in in Grand Rapids. I preferred to go to Let's the gay call bars. call it by its proper name, Grand Raggedy. Okay. I preferred to go to the gay bars simply because music's better, drinks are better, and cheaper. Okay, but... I didn't have to worry about being hit on you're usually. you're talking about gay bars, not lesbian bars. They're both no, there. No, no, no. You're making a very clear distinction that they're gay bars. Okay, there's no, I've never heard of such a thing as a lesbian bar. Exactly. Exactly. But the lesbians are there. No, no, no. The men no, no, are no, there. No, they are there. The transgender but, but are there. The but, but what, it, it's interesting, it's interesting what we're, what you're saying though. This idea that it's men who are not interested in you. I'm not interested in them Hence either. you being safe, feeling safe. Yeah, it was yeah. just a more comfortable environment for me. Because I hated going out and within five minutes of being wherever I was, 
someone's coming up and hitting on me and then I'm, you know, I'm not very nice. (laughs) I'm not a very nice person. So I would, hey, baby, what's your name? My name is Mrs. Oh, what are you talking about later on? Come on yeah, well, later on, you know, after you, now. after Come I met now. you. Come on now. Before then, on, see, we, see, see, we see, won't see, talk see, about in the see. single times. Let, 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 let the story My name Come is out. not important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need my name. Run to that, run to that. <laughs> so I preferred to go to the gay bar. So we have a, a mutual friend that I we were going to have a girls night. And she's like, where do we go? I don't feel like dealing with a whole lot of dudes. So I said, let's go to the gay bar. And her, <clears throat> I know her point of view on homosexuality. But that was her the first time in her life where she was surrounded by copious amounts of homosexuals and okay, she felt comfortable that, yeah well a, there were that's a that's an unfortunate term don't you think no copious as far as i am concerned i would hang out with gay folks all the time wouldn't bother me a bit i know but there was the idea of copious well I, a couple hundred i mean there was, that, the bar was full and it was the she said it was the most comfortable she'd ever felt in a situation because she didn't have to keep fending people off and she didn't have to, like, pretend to be, you know, interested in this guy that was sitting there talking to her. And she's really just wishing he'd take a stank-ass breath away. messed up that women do that. Oh, men do it, too. Men do it, but too. see, usually women are not so forward that men have to turn them away. Men are trying to, trying to get the woman to come. Trying to get to the woman. In the bar scene, men <laughs> are the pursuer and women are the, the prey. In the bar scene. So, women. Unless they yell mama. Women tend more to, to stay, stay back and allow themselves to be pursued. And men are seen as the pursuer going after. So, walking up, asking to dance. Walking up, do you, would you like a drink? Uh, walking up and you want to come over here and just talk for a while or whatever. It's always it's always the man going out and the woman is just there. And that that's that that's that dating thing that a lot of people don't like. Yeah. And why did why did she say why did the woman say like why did they entertain the conversation? Why do they keep it going? Why not just say you are Because not everybody's that away. not everybody has the the uh what is it called? What is that called? The not everybody has that. Um, no, it's not just ability. It's it's a something in their character that allows them to 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 be to blunt. Cut, yeah, be blunt. Cut through the bullshit. Because not I do that. that. Not a, most. A lot of people just don't do that. They won't just be like, you know what? Like 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 I've done before in interviews, where it's like, okay, thank you for your time. Um, this is not going to work for me. Uh, yeah, thank we, you, thank we've you done it a lot. And then, and then just cut off the call. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and talk to you for another 30 minutes. Right. I know right now this is not going to be the thing. Okay, now, not everybody can do that. They think, they feel like, oh, I should I should entertain them. Like, let I it should be nice. Until it, until it dies out on its own. And it's like, you know, no, you don't have to really do that in a situation where you're out 
you don't even know that person. Like yep. five minutes ago, you didn't even know who they were. So why do you need to entertain them now? You still don't know who they are. <laughs> right. You still don't know who they are. So it's like, yeah, it, not everybody has that, uh, that ability to just stop it. Because that happened in Big Bang where I went and he, was, he went out with the group of girls and they were like, we'll get you a, a girlfriend. And he went and was talking to this girl for a while and then she gave him her phone number and it was actually an insult. <laughs> back it's like, why? Why not just say no? Well, because I'll tell you why. That hurts more. Because sometimes a, a woman can say to them, you know, I'm sorry, I'm with someone or I'm not interested or whatever, and they don't hear it. They just keep going. So it's at that point when you're like, okay, here, you want my phone number? <laughs> you give them a fake phone number. Yeah, and a fake not, name. No, I don't know. No. Listen, I've had that happen. Yeah, you might have had that happen, but honestly, I, I you're basically you're talking about the guy was a straight up idiot then. Yeah, or an asshole, or both. But then what happens if the same guy, like a woman says, "No, I'm with someone," when they're really not? Because that 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 shuts down that shuts but that shuts down the conversation right she's trying to be polite and shut down the conversation in a way that won't hurt you in our social norms we are we do things not to hurt people's feelings but then our essential lies that's 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 the that western white lie thing you know Oh yeah, I'll call you tomorrow. No, I ain't calling your ass. I'm not. I never. Even, I have no. I'm, there's nothing about me that's gonna call your ass tomorrow. But we say things so that the person isn't doesn't feel bad. It's, yeah. That see, that's where that's one of the things that we should not do. I would say. Right, because it, like you said, if you didn't know them, if you didn't know that person ever existed two minutes ago, why do you care about their feelings? Well, that's just like, you know. Because they're still do you, people. Do you say nice things to people after a one night stand? Like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it should, it's been real. It's been real, it's been fun, but it hasn't Peace been real fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, usually you don't stay the night. You just get what you need and go. Because, you know, you got to work in the morning or, you know, whatever. Their house is dirty. Whatever. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it. You know, whatever the reason. Usually I'm pretty blunt about it. Or I was back in the day. So. Oh, man. I don't understand the being nice to someone. But then I don't think people like to see. People don't like to be seen as rude. That's what it really comes down to. People do I not have like no to, problems. People being do seen not as like rude. to be seen as rude, and so then they they make up things to not seem rude, and that's that's usually what leads them down that road. But then ultimately, it could do more damage than you may Yeah, but do. keep in mind, keep in mind, especially if you live in a place and you're out in a bar. You never know who that person is. Right. You might be sitting across from them, across the desk from them for some reason. They could be a person that does HR. They could be a manager in a company. They could be an owner. They could be somebody. You never know who that is. So you don't really want to burn a bridge before you even find out what's on the other on the other side of that bridge. In an interview, you mean? 
in anything. In any situation. They could be anybody. You don't know. You're, when you live in a city, you never know who you're going to run into. He could be that loan officer that you have an appointment with on Monday. Exactly. So that's, that's the other reason. Now, uh, I would say, I don't know if it's changed much, but hopefully today people are a little can be a little more honest in those situations and be like, look, you know, I'm not really interested in having a relationship with anybody. I'm not interested in taking you home tonight. So, you know, thanks for the drink. You know, maybe we'll see each other some other time. Go away. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm hanging out with my friends. I, I want to hang out with my friends. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, I didn't come here to... To say, you know, it was nice to meet you, but I'm not, I'm not going to pursue this any further. And find a way to say whatever it is you actually feel in a way that's not going to say may not hurt you sometime in the future. Because like I said, you might do that and then come to find out that was your, some friend from high school and that was, you know, that's their husband. And he was hitting on you in the club right. or in the bar or something. You know what I mean? It could be anything. It could be anything. So that's, I think that's why people tend to not want to be too abrupt in ending those encounters when out and about because you never know. It's just like you bump into somebody on the street and you'd be like, man, what the fuck wrong with you? And you go off on them and then you find out, oh shit, that's my new manager that started today, you know. Oops. And that happened to when I was young. It happens. You I live remember in one when place, I was. There's only a finite amount of, you know, you're going to keep bumping into this kind of the same people over yeah. and over and over, depending on where you go. Yep. I was about 12 and we were going to some appointment that my mom had. And this guy cut her off and she cussed him out and flipped him off and cut him off. And it was a big mess. By the time we got to the appointment, she was almost late just within minutes of being late. And we get in there and the person that she was meeting was the guy she had flipped off. And it didn't go well, clearly. But it didn't go well. That's the reason why I never flip anybody off. Yeah, you kind of you kind of when you when you you know when moving around doing things in a particular place, you kind of don't ever you never want to be perceived as a negative influence to the everyone around you at the same time. You know. But you're not a negative influence if one if, like in the bar situation, if you don't find a person attractive and they try to pursue you, you say You're an ugly you. motherfucker, get away from me. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. In a polite Fix your toothpaste? I've done that too. Way. I've said it just like that. Here's a breath mint? Really? <laughs> I've said that too. I mean, think about what you're saying. I mean, you're, you're saying that you're offended by the fact that they're there in front of you. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wanda comes and stands in front of me at the bar. Okay. Trust me, Wanda ain't going to get no happy time. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, I'm, no. I don't, okay. you know, I don't care who she is. Let's just say never, ever are you allowed to have conversations with Aunt Laura. Because Aunt Laura, why could, are you bringing this up? 
Well, I'm just thinking of... Because that's a bad... That, that sounded like the beginning of a bad I'm thing. I'm the one who will say to you, I'm sorry, but you are really unattractive and I have to go. Or you have... Here, here is a breath mint, you know. Hair? Hair is a breath here mint? Here is a breath Ooh, mint. Where have you, you been living? I'm the one who will say that to you. I would... I'm the one who would be like, look, dude, you're about 50 shades too pale for me. Bye-bye. Okay. I don't so see the problem. So you're asking... You're asking for someone to be honest, but that's not really what you want. Well, that's not true. That's not true. That might be what he is asking for. What? Yeah, because I, why would I would want someone to string me along, See? and then at the end of it is like, I didn't, I'm I didn't want to be here in the first place. Right. <laughs> I'm not available. I have something to go do. It's like, why did I sit here talking to you for like? Yep. Time? Exactly. I could have been over there with talking to that chick over there. Yeah, exactly. And it turns out she was lesbian or something. It's like, why? 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 What's the point? Why not just say no? That's right. Just say no, damn it. Just say no. It's okay. You aren't going to be dating anytime soon. You've got, what, until you're 35? Man, please. you got about 10 minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you got like 10 minutes. Well, oh, matter of fact, I know. You got 50 freaking days is what he's got. How about that? No. 50. 50. My thing says 50. We arrive in Mexico. 50. That's what he's got. Because as soon as Sofia Vergara walks off, walks in front of him, it's over. Who did you say? Sofia Vergara. Oh, forget Sophia. Sophia walks by, man, it's over. Your whole life is done. Oh, yeah. Sound my Hayek. See? Mm-hmm. Shakira. Mm -hmm. Telling you. As soon as they go by, you're going to be like, mouth hit the floor like a cartoon character. That's like one of my fears. <laughs> That's one of my fears. So, I don't know what you're talking Cause, about. Because... Not anytime soon. He said it's inevitable. He's he has become the Borg. Resistance is futile. No. No, no, no. So what else you got over there? That's it? That's all you got? Yeah. That's all you got? Did you buy oatmeal? How did how did uh nasty Talking KFC about my headache turd? turned into dating advice Your for a 16-year-old. What? What I said, did how you did, say? I said, how did talking about my headache and stress about our situation turn into dating advice to our 16-year-old? I don't know. Oh, adding. Adding to my stress? Is that what you want to do? Really? Really, man? Oh, did I tell you guys about this list? What list? I think I did tell you about it. I thought it was interesting. Cheatsheet.com always has some weird stuff. Have you ever been there? No. A lot of times I'll have stuff on like YouTube and it'll be like a headline. You read part of the like synopsis or the beginning of the story and then you click on it and you end up at Cheatsheet.com. And I went there one day and it was things becoming obsolete. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Continue. It's an awesome list. 15 things that are becoming obsolete. I thought they would be interesting to, to think about. 
So, from 15 down to 1. No. Yeah. My, my list is, is, it started with 15, I think. What did it start? I thought it was 10 things, but. Oh, no, it's 15. Hmm. It's like I wrote it backwards. You did write it backwards. You but told I me thought I wrote it backwards, but I've got. I don't know. I don't know what's more what's more shocking. Number one or number fifteen? No, no, no. Then you I'll can't leave do out. that. All right, so I'll work. I'll, okay, I'll work. I'll work top down. Here we go. So the I wrote down fifteen was manners. Yeah. And then well, traditional you breakfast. You read it backwards when you wrote it. When you read it to us, you read it the other way. Yeah, manners was the last so one. So manners was last. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So manners, traditional breakfast. So the number one thing would have been manners. Yeah. I think. I can't remember now. Manners, traditional breakfast. Casual dining chains, like Applebee's. Yep. Diamonds. Oh, that's why. Yes, it needs to go the other way. Okay, the reason is because of the diamonds. All right, so first, Budweiser. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bud. Budweiser. Bye. It's not the most, sure. it's not the biggest in the in the United States. Um, film. Actual film. Like the film you take put in your camera. Like Paper maps. Paper maps, huh? Like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Paper maps. Landline. Paper currency. Cashiers, yep. marriage, <gasps> golf, electric guitars, motorcycles, sad, soap bars, diamonds because of the marriage, casual dining chains, traditional breakfast, and manners. Wait, why? Why what? Why no diamonds because of marriage? No, no, no. Oh. Electric guitars? Yeah, why electric guitars? Because they, they think that the connection between a lack of um, music education in schools is leading students to not buy electric guitars. Wouldn't that be all instruments then? Uh, all instruments have been going down for years. I would say... Because that was the thing that kids would buy to be rock and rollers. And then um, now I can play electric guitar by using my keyboard or using my whatever. Yep. I would also say that the diamonds are going down, not necessarily because of marriage, but because women are moving further and further away from spending two months salary on a ring. And Yeah, but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The women aren't supposed to buy the ring. Okay, but still women don't want that. They don't want this ginormous bill associated with the ring on their finger. As well as a lot of women are are looking at vintage pieces. So they're getting, and a lot of vintage pieces are other stones. Okay. All I know is marriage is on its way down. And so is... Buying of diamond rings and diamonds. Well, I wonder, though. Because you see these crappy-ass diamonds in China. Oh, the diamonds here are just, yeah. 
They're awful. But the gold tiny. here is weird too. It's like this really bright yellowy. Like the tie gold. Yeah, it yeah. looks the tie gold. It looks like it's fake. Yeah, it mm -hmm. looks, and it's really super light. So it, to me, it feels fake. Yeah, it's the like, it's the tie gold stuff. And they buy lots of it because it's an investment. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's going to turn every part of your body green. Yep. Mm-hmm. Over gold, man. OG. <laughs> Don't OG. Don't OG. That's all right. it? That's, that's all you got? All, that's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I All right. Now you can move on to your uh, jujube oatmeal. YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes. The Traveling Fars. If you like the Twitter and the Instagram, you can find us at Traveling Fars. And if you're still doing that real freaky email thing, travelingfars at gmail.com. You weirdos. And uh, the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. And if you have Alexa, you can actually listen to us using your Alexa. No Karen, ease in blueberry. Karen, Karen will be uh, telling everybody how to do that. I'll, I'll share it on our Facebook page. Yeah, share. Share. Sharing is caring. By the way, <sighs> you should not have AI in your house. No AI Alexa. Is good. AI is good. AI wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. A lot no. of people have Alexa. They can listen to us using Alexa. What are you talking about? <laughs> talking about they shouldn't have it. We, we, can, we could be right now coming through their Alexa speaker. They could be loving it. Every time I say Alexa, I'm sure they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, turn us up. Alexa, open Cortana. Oh, don't do that. No, no, no. That's Cortana. Open Alexa. Oh, that's what the thing said on yes, CNET. Yes, yes. Cortana was opening Alexa, and then you could access Alexa through your PC. Scary. You need an AI to open up your other AI. No, you can make the AI work for you. No. But the uprising is coming like next week, so. Oh my gosh! Fifty more days. <laughs> there will be an uprising. We're gonna find out that all Chinese people are really just robots. That makes so much sense. <laughs> and the ones that are logical are. Then I'll just take my little my little pamphlet that 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 hasn't become a book yet and just rip it up and be like, it was the uprising. It all gets it all gets put into the uprising. That's the, you know that's the thing that people are complain are, are worried about right now is we we've been through a time when the West and most more specifically America has been running the world. Yep. America is pulling back away no. from the world right now. No, Trump is pulling. No, no, back. no. America has pulled pulled back. That's why we have Trump. America pulled back first. Mm. Why are we doing this? Why are we the world's police? How? I mean, we've been saying that for years. We've been saying that. Okay, so America was kind of being the gatekeepers, the policemen, whatever you want to call them, the first responder. As America pulls back, somebody's got to come in. And one of the guys that I worked with last year said he really does not want to live in a world run by China. And that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. So if we find out that the Chinese people are all robots, then we know that the apocalypse started years ago. <laughs> We just didn't know that it had started years ago. That's right. For longer than that. That would make sense why they think they just popped out of the ground. See? Yeah. They, they have a start creator. date. They don't know their creator. They have a start date. And a date of, uh, of uh, 
what is that? What is that? A date of uh, <laughs> activation? An activation date? Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. Peace.